0: Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of Disney in Under 10, the podcast where we debate Disney topics in 10 minutes or less. I'm Sam, with me is Lynn. Hi! And today we're talking about something very near and dear to our heart from our Disney experiences and it's because we're one week, we're in the first week of the 2022 Food and Wine Festival and we are stuck at home, so we figured why not spend 10 minutes talking about it in our sorrows.
1: It's true and I think... Um, probably one of our more embarrassing stories was the first time that Sam and I went to Walt Disney World Resort together was in 2013. Um, We've been together, you know, for going going on over a decade here now, but we spent a lot of time at Disneyland. We flew out. Um, we arrived at um, the Orlando airport. We looked around uh, near the Magical Express, RIP, and there was a sign saying, hey, there's a food and wine festival happening at Epcot. These two ding-dongs had no idea what the food and wine festival was, or that by our good fortune, we had planned a trip to visit during that time. And now it's not as hard to to get to Epcot during a food and wine festival since it's 9,000 years long. Um, but at the time, that was our, our good fortune and is now a staple in terms of what we look forward to on our Disney trips.
0: There were no mollies explaining everything on YouTube, so we had to figure it out on our there own. There may
1: have been, but yeah. we were not educated.
0: No, we were to not. Figure and it out. We were so clueless that halfway through the walk, we started hearing faint music as we're getting closer to the America Pavilion, and we're like, "Oh, they're playing Boys to Men." There's a Boys to Men cover band. Let's get over there. And we walk up, and lo and behold, it is Boys to Men. It and we even lost Boys our minds So it was,
1: we, I didn't, maybe. and I'm, we're, I'm from Philly, so
0: yeah. Well, anyway, the, 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 the ten minutes we're going to use today is about the food and wine festival. We're going to talk about our favorite food we've ever eaten, favorite drink we've ever drank. And then some of the things we're looking forward to if we make it out there this October, which if our text messages from this morning or any indication, we may just make a trip. So why don't you kick us off?
1: Okay. Um, I think, um, you know, just to talk about Epcot Food and Wine in general, um, since we've been going since 2013, there's a lot of stuff that stays the same. There's a lot of stuff that changes. Um, pretty much a good constant uh, predictor for the Epcot Food and Wine Festival is that the Mexico booth is gonna be a bop. Um I don't think I've ever eaten anything bad from the Mexico booth at any festival for that matter. Um but this is a rando pulling it out 2014. Um we're not huge dessert people. We try to watch the sweet, sweet um, you know, try to try to grab the Dole Whip or a couple of desserts that people recommend. But Usually we skip it. The Mexico Pavilion that year had a sweet corn cheesecake. Still to this day, I think it's the best thing I've ever eaten at a food and wine festival.
0: It was pretty awesome. And I would like to, people are like, oh, they skip desserts. It's not that we're being health conscious. It's we just load up on savory, and there's no room for anything dessert at that when point. When
1: there are so many French fries, correct? How do you leave room for ice cream? Um, I'm I'm the French fry girl. Yeah,
0: and this is a just. Hammering into a constant debate online, she's picking Mexico, and I'm just going to go with a staple in Canada. Whichever side of the track you're on, which way do you go, right or left? We're actually Canada people, end up in Mexico. That's a story for another day. But don't
1: turn off the podcast right now. That we told you that.
0: Yeah, I know. There's there's more of us. There's <laughs> there's dozens of us. Um, but Canada was is always just kind of a, a, a always a hit for me. Just like she said with Mexico, and the. Um, Cheese soup, the cheese and what is it? Cheese and potato soup. Cheddar cheese Cheddar soup. Cheddar cheese yeah. soup, which, you know, some people don't like that in the middle of summer. And I agree if it's a hundred it's a little brutal, but for some reason it just always is a is a winner for me and it's something I look back on when I was like, Snap judgment, what is my favorite thing I've ever gotten in a booth? Mm. Um and I just love everything about the Canada booth. So it may just be all rolled into one, but that is gonna be my favorite food I've ever eaten.
1: Yeah, I think um I think when you say what's your favorite thing you've ever eaten at a festival, so you know it's it's hard to pick just one dish but I would also say like I think um what used to be called the Florida local and then it's kind of turned into farm fresh and some other things they always had a really kick-ass hash um I know that's sometimes a mac and cheese but there was a you know, a pepper bacon hash that really shouts out to me. Um, I definitely think that while there's a whole bunch of other ethnicities that you can eat during the Food and Wine Festival, the America Pavilion usually shows up with something good, whether it's a good slider, a good craft beer that we've never had. Um, so, so far we're giving you... We're giving you the bookends. We're giving you the Mexico, with the Canada, and then we're giving you the the triangle top up there. I do, I do think Mexico is, or um, America is a not miss in terms of the quality of eats that usually ends up coming out of those.
0: And piggybacking off that, and even though it's part of America, but it does have its own culture and cuisine. Hawaii.
1: Oh yeah. Every,
0: every single time you can, I mean, and they don't really change it up that much. There's a tuna poke, then the Kahlua pork slider.
1: It's the slider. And
0: throw a cone on there in, in the hot summer sun. That is a can't miss if, uh, if you're so inclined.
1: For sure. I think Kona also, just a shout out to that brewing company. You know, we're, we're old enough that um, when I first started working in the food and beverage industry, the choices were like Coors Light, Bud Light, Miller Light, Guinness, right? Um, wouldn't n- No disrespect to the Coors Light gods, but um, I think Big Waves and Kona Ales were one of the first... Like delicious beer <laughs> I had had in my life. And especially talking about heat, nothing better than a, than a big wave um, when you're walking around that, that circle there, when you're in the World Showcase.
0: Speaking of drinks, let's go our top drinks. Mine, no brainer when we said this, it just smacked me right in the face. This is from 2013. At, we looked in our passports as we were doing this. They had it in 2014 as well. But there was a Singapore booth back then, and they had what was called a Singapore Sling, which was Hendrix Gin uh, cherry garnish and um, all-natural Cherry Man Farm to market maraschino cherries. And it was not only amazing, tasted great, it was also very strong. And then we rolled it into, we finished those, and then get your get your nostalgia hats on, Rolled rode the Maelstrom. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to the Maelstrom. So that was just one of those moments that I'll, I'll never forget. We're like, oh, this is... Delicious! This is strong. Let's go see some uh, see some old Norway.
1: Best things you drink at the at any festival, for that matter. It's I'm not saying it's gonna get get your uh, get your buzz on, but always stop for a slush, whether it's the Vion Rose or um, you know the orange, L'Orange. Uh So you're always at the France booth, mm-hmm. and I would also say. Um, you know, I, I'm not a, I, I shouldn't say that. I drink a lot of beer. <laughs> when I'm in Disney, I don't always gravitate towards the beer because I get really full very quickly. And also, um, you know, you got you got an agenda. You can't be stopping to go to the bathroom all the time. But um, there are some really awesome, We, ha- you know, Florida local craft beers. I'm not the person who wants the... Uh, pineapple, green tea, no, but but Cigar City always shows up with something good. Um, Hops and
0: barley. That's at yep. the United the U.S. The Pavilion. Hops, Hops is so Hops, legit. Hops,
1: if you can uh, also coordinate that with one Hanson please, has to be a top ten moment. Yeah. For the festival.
0: For sure. Two and a half minutes. Anything new? If you're going into 2022, um, that. Festival does last like 4 months so it's very conceivable you could listen to this and <laughs> still have time to do it. So
1: for sure. Um I guess I'm feeling I love Asian foods. Um so there's an India booth. I'm pretty excited for crispy paneer. Um they have this whole noodle I'm I'm sweet for noodles. I love ramen. I love pho. It's so hard to get excited about having like beef pho when you know it's going to be 95 degrees. And, and also, um, just in case you've never been, just be prepared to like eat off of a trash can or to sit down on a curb and eat it. Noodles doesn't sound like the easiest thing to eat, but I am getting kind of excited. I, I, I love, um, they had a little ramen bowl happening on the noodle bowl. Um, other big shout out, there's just a French fry booth this year
0: making waves right now because they're running out of french fries yeah, on the first how on day, you, on day how, one. Do you keep, how do you
1: keep enough fries yeah, it's a french fry booth y'all
0: yeah that's a, that that that's a tough ask. they're gonna have to <laughs> up their game for the rest of the show, which i'm sure they will um but no that's that's super exciting we just if you've never been and it's 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 interesting because when we first went that was the only festival and now disney has capitalized on it we love it because you know we do want to do spontaneous trips and so there's always Pretty much, there's always a festival going on, and that's one of our favorite things to do is just make a meal out of wandering for three hours and just getting small plates and drinks. But the food and wine will always have our hearts because that was the first one we went to, and we just kind of thrust into it.
1: Yeah, I think um, we've taken some people with us. Um, You know, it is very hard to budget at the food and wine festival, and I would not go in with the expectation that you're going to be able to save money by having small plates and small drinks. But if you think about what you're going to spend on a sit down meal at Disney at a a, you know table service restaurant it's comparable to what you'll end up spending and then you get the added bonus of maybe being able to hit O Canada maybe being able to see the Chinese acrobats once you've had a couple of drinks like they are I mean they're good without the drinks but they're spectacular when you had some
0: and if you have kids we tried the kid cot this year and it was just a simple little Every single um, country has its own little area that you have to go get a stamp for. So they were super excited about it. something kids do not love Epcot. That's kind of like a running joke, but our kids love it. Our kids love Epcot. They
1: ask to go, and um, I guess one of that is that the rides have changed. Um, Speaking of stamps, no one's going to hear this that could actually change anything, but I miss the passport stamps.
0: Yep. Yep. I don't
1: even want a sticker. I want... A cast member to give me that sense of accomplishment by stamping it it seemed i can anybody could put the stickers on themselves they're probably cheating the system correct and bring that's, back the stamps
0: bring back hashtag bring back the stamps all right everybody we've hit our time we could talk for 40 minutes 50 minutes on this maybe on another podcast but uh, that's going to do it for us at disney under 10 shoot us an email disney and under 10 at gmail.com or catch us on tiktok the grand fun meisters for lynn i'm sam we'll see you next time
1: bye ya.